Hi, welcome to the Holy Fuck Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Roxo, author of Fuck Like a Goddess, creator of Radical Awakenings, transformational coach, and student of life. I'm here to stand with you asking questions about what is sacred and what is profane and the space between. Enjoy. Hello, my loves. I'm here with you today for a little solo time, just me and you. Man, we have had some incredible people on the podcast lately and upcoming. I never really thought I would be a person with a podcast, but what I realized is that it's just being a person who enjoys having really deep, rich conversations with others in front of others. Not in front of others live, but later you are listening. And there's something so fun about that, having a private conversation that's public. Um, It's just, it's special. So I see why people enjoy doing it. And it's just being in the ideas, being in the conversation. Like I'm not standing and dancing with people. I'm sitting and talking, you know, and it's very much a place of sharing, sitting, talking, storytelling, sharing ideas, opinions, thoughts, pains, woes, and um, I'm just having fun. I guess I'm just telling you I'm having fun doing it. <laughs> um, I am. But I wanted to start today reading uh, a poem that I wrote this morning. It's it's like a poem and a prayer. And if you've been tracking my personal journey at all, you've probably noticed that I've been going through my own threshold crossing for the past few years. And it's interesting because we go through these threshold crossings like often, every month, every week. If you're a bleeder, Um, and you have a menstrual cycle, you go through it every month. Um, Your hair falls out. Like we're just always crossing thresholds, right? There's a threshold in waking up in the morning and going to bed. But then there are these larger thresholds that we cross. And I've been talking about this for the last few years because I I crossed some major ones. They felt major for me. They may not be major for you because you're not me. Of course. One of them was leaving my life and community in LA and living within this very, um, as a mentor of mine, Kate Shella, who's incredible and has something called a 360 emergence, as she called my razzle dazzle phase. <laughs> What's funny is I've had so many phases. This is the only one that kind of had a little bit more of a public um, uh, internet kind of a moment though my film and TV work and my web show did have that uh, before, but I left my LA wellness razzle-dazzle phase and I packed my bags and I packed my Audi convertible and I put all my plants in there and all my books and all of my things and all of my bohemian free people dresses that I had gotten for free because I was leading new moon rituals at free people, my maxi dresses. (laughs) What a phase. Uh, And I set off for Colorado. And I quickly learned that my maxi dresses weren't going to work here, weren't going to cut it. I learned that my red lipstick wasn't going to cut it. I started to see, and by not cut it, I don't mean you can't wear free people in red lipstick here in Colorado. You absolutely can. But the emblematic adornments of a prior phase would be slowly decaying, expiring, and taking the back seat. 
And the other day I had a client here at my house, an incredible woman here in Colorado. And I said, if you want to look back at my social media from 2019 and 2020, you'll see all kinds of very kind of sexy pics because I was going through that phase. I felt like I was reclaiming my body and my sexuality in a really big way, a lot of which is included in my book, Fuck Like a Goddess, Heal Yourself, Reclaim Your Voice, Stand in Your Power. But that's not the person I am now. And the transition from that person, let's say from 2020 to now 2023, has been not an overnight change. It's been a slow shed. And it's been a slow shed of leaving behind many maiden-like, little girl-like, princess-like thoughts, behaviors, ideas, habits. And um, some of this really had to do with meeting my partner and moving to Colorado where I couldn't rely on my razzle-dazzle shine, my center of attention, look at me. I couldn't rely on that here. Nobody really seemed to care. In LA, people cared. It was like, oh my God, you're so cool. Here, nobody cared. And that kind of stripped me, egoically stripped me and asked me, great, like, who do you want to become next? So I've been in that phase for a while and I wrote this poem about it. I've written several things about it. And I'm very passionate, I think, about you know, supporting women to not get stuck in one phase of our existence, especially the one that's like very seductive when it's like money, sex, power, right? It's like um, kind of like first, second, third chakra dynamics there. And it can be just so seductive once you've kind of hit a level of mastery to just keep kind of marching to that beat or orbiting within that energy. So I feel like there is a big move when you've moved through those centers of working with some of your healing around money, sex, power, that you come into the heart. And there's a huge um, crucible to living heart open that doesn't always involve the same level of razzle-dazzle as Kate Shella said. <laughs> I'll link her below so you can see her. So here's this poem that I wrote. Walking across the bridge to the woman you're becoming, a poem and prayer for crossing the threshold. When once your social cachet was about being sexy, walking into every room and having heads turn, being whispered about, and suddenly, and over time, you become more invisible, cloaked and still. Who are you then? If you've always been hot and loved being hot, and suddenly it doesn't matter if you are hot or not, and you are actually slowing down and cooling off, and your hot identity is waning, then who are you then? When your lips have spent a life saying, look at me, adorned in crimson red, and then you let them be naked, soft and tenderly pink, they seem shy with crinkles of aging soft skin. Who are you then? You are a woman maturing. You are a woman aging. 
you are a woman noticing other parts of herself. Besides the value in your splash, your shine, your value is sourcing from the heart now. On the surface, it may look less flashy. It may not catch the attention of the passerby anymore. But when you look into the eyes of the cashier at the store, the gleam in your soul is radiant, like a honey wave of soft, entering the day of all you meet. You are no longer all spice and sass, badass, boom. You are a feeling of home, of mother, of love, of tender. Where you once wanted to point out things you were so opinionated about, now you welcome all into your heart of love, even the quote-unquote bad guys. You see them as love now, too. The woman who used to bother you most, flaunting money and skin and perfect teeth and sheen, you love them exactly where they are now. You have stopped trying to change people. You've stopped trying to tell them what to do. You offer an initiation. You offer your heart. But you don't tell them if they are doing life wrong or right. You simply love. Your power doesn't lie in numbers online, in the bank, or on some web page or app. You see through that now. You invite others to see through it too to see the value and presence, attention, honesty, compassion. This is maturing. This is releasing the pleasing tendencies of the little girl, her skinny body and tiny breasts, her baby vulva, the obsession with staying close to her, being forever young and cute and bubbly bounce, the attachment to her smallness, Instead of being the little girl, you hold the little girl tenderly inside. You take up space with your round, fleshy belly, your folds of life, your wide, lush hips, with the little wrinkles beside your eyes that say, I have laughed, oh, oh I have laughed. With the confidence of a woman, with the wisdom of a big life well-lived and deeply loved, your mind is free of its attachment to the little girl body or the sexy, empowered woman, and you think of other things now, wondering if the seeds in the garden will sprout now or later. What if the chicken was marinated in the garlic lime for another day? What rose petals to put in the bath, pink or yellow? How much you love the sea and are worried about its health? You have accepted life's suffering, and you don't try and run from it anymore or outsmart it. There's no escaping, and your heart scars speak to the courage you've had to live and love and be broken again and again. Perhaps you are a late bloomer, only just making the journey across the bridge at your ripe age. But perhaps... You are perfectly on time. So I wrote that poem this morning in my morning practice. Just feeling that ongoing shift. These shifts we go through, all of us as humans, 
shifts of identities, of roles, of personas, of friend groups, hairstyles, all of that. And sometimes they're really painful. Sometimes they're slow. Sometimes they're confusing. Sometimes you become friends with people that you thought were like you and turns out you're changing and you're in the middle of an outfit change and you try to still hang out with them and they don't feel right because you're, you're walking in a different direction. And that hurts. It's a loss. There's grief. And then sometimes the people you love are walking beside you. Maybe they're walking in a different direction, but you can still see them. And they say, wow, look at you. I love what you're doing. I love who you're becoming. I know it's scary, but I see you. And you say, I see you too. I love who you're becoming, even though it's different. Those people can sometimes feel rare because it can be so confronting to people. When you change, when you no longer are mm, so razzle-dazzled by the things that you once were, And your roots are going deeper into the earth and you're expressing and living and loving in a way that is coming from this deep ground. And in a few years, you may go back and say, ooh, I'm putting on all my sequins for a while. <laughs> and there's no right and wrong to any of it. That's the thing. There's no right or wrong to what phase you're at where you're crossing a threshold or just rebirthing yourself. It's more in the listening and the being honest. There have been moments I didn't want to let go of the phase I was in before. It's really taken me a minute to let go. I wanted to still be with like the sexy razzle-dazzlers and... You know, I wanted to be in the badass. But then I wanted more to become soft, to become deep and tender. And so here I am. <laughs> and sometimes we hit the mainstream, the note that they're on, which I talked about a little bit in my conversation with Lux ATL and in the piece I wrote about you know, what, when something is edgy and it becomes mainstream and then sometimes we find ourselves in the mainstream and then sometimes we keep on rolling down the stream and we're no longer in the popular zeitgeisty. We're like onto something else and that's okay too. Wherever you are on your journey, whatever threshold you're crossing, whatever transformation you're undergoing is okay. It can be from a pattern of having no boundaries to having healthy ones. It can be from codependency to interdependency. It can be from anxious, anxious attachment to creating internal secure attachment. So if you are not subscribed to my Substack, that's where I wrote that poem, I do writing rituals for my paid subscribers where we just pop on Zoom and we write together and it's really a lovely place to connect. It's $5 a month to contribute. It's a great way to also contribute to this podcast if you're a listener. $5 a month. It's like less than one coffee, you know. Um, I would really appreciate that beautiful reciprocity of energy. If you don't have that $5, drop me a note. 
tell me, hey, I listened. Hey, I'm confused. Hey, I enjoyed that. Share it with a friend. Um, share this podcast with a friend or the Substack. And um, I hope that you are being fueled and fed on your own spiritual path, on your mystical journey, on your ever-evolving, beautiful, transformational movement towards more of you. So much love. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. For more, 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 follow me on IG at Alexandra Roxo, and you can get on my mailing list where I send poems, practices, rituals, links to upcoming retreats and events, and all kinds of goodies. And if this podcast has touched your heart, please let us know. Please write us a review, give us a five-star rating, all that. It means a lot to myself and everyone involved. Big, big love, my darling. Have a fabulous day and see you again very soon.